Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is about Pocahontas, an Indian princess whose father Powhatan ruled some 30 Tidewater, Virginia tribes. When the English began to settle Jamestown in 1607, Pocahontas became a frequent visitor to the fort. Tomboyish and delightful, she won the Englishmen's hearts, often taking them gifts of food to relieve their hunger when supplies ran low. The Indian princess also provided a buffer between her people and the British, and Powhatan may have encouraged his daughter's relationships with the colonists to secure their support in his battles with other tribes. At any rate, Pocahontas helped make the Jamestown settlement work by promoting positive relations between her people and the English. In the spring of 1613, Captain Samuel Argel detained Pocahontas as a kind of hostage in the Jamestown fort, using her to secure the release of English prisoners from some Tidewater Indians, as well as to establish a permanent peace with those tribes. The Englishmen treated Pocahontas well, and Powhatan was not alarmed by the incident. During that period, his daughter became a Christian and took the name Rebecca at her baptism. Her conversion seems to have been due in part to the efforts of the widower, John Rolfe. He fell in love with Pocahontas and petitioned Jamestown's governor, Thomas Dale, for permission to marry her. Powhatan considered the marriage a wise political move. The couple wed in April 1614. Three years after Pocahontas married John Rolfe, the couple sailed with their son Thomas to England. There the Indian princess became a favorite in the court of King James I and Queen Anne. Among England's wealthy, the Rolfes drummed up support for colonization motivated largely by a zeal to Christianize America. Pocahontas was never to return to her native land, however. In March 1617, she contracted smallpox and died in England. The most famous incident of her life happened when she was about 12 or 13 years old. No doubt smitten with the dashing Englishman Captain John Smith, Pocahontas put her own life on the line when her father threatened to take Smith's. Jared Sparks retells the story. Two large stones were brought in and placed before Powhatan, and Smith was dragged up to them, and his head was placed upon them that his brains might be beaten out with clubs. The fatal weapons were already raised, and the stern executioners looked for the signal, which should bid them descend upon the victim's defenseless head. But the protecting shield of divine providence was over him, and the arm of violence arrested. Pocahontas, the king's favorite daughter, at that time a child of twelve or thirteen years of age, 
Finding that her piteous entreaties to save the life of Smith were unavailing, rushed forward, clasped his head in her arms, and laid her own upon it, determined either to save his life or share his fate. Her generous and heroic conduct touched her father's iron heart, and the life of the captive was spared. The account of this beautiful and most touching scene, familiar as it is to everyone, can hardly be read with unmoistened eyes. The incident is so dramatic and startling that it seems to preserve the freshness of novelty amidst a thousand repetitions. We could almost as reasonably expect an angel to have come down from heaven and rescued the captive as that his deliverer should have sprung from the bosom of Powhatan's family. The universal sympathies of mankind and the best feelings of the human heart have redeemed this scene from the obscurity which in the progress of time gathers over all but the most important events. Had we known nothing of her but what is related of her in this incident, she would deserve the eternal gratitude of the inhabitants of this country, for the fate of the colony may be said to have hung upon the arms of Smith's executioners. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney.